Man created climate change, and man can and will halt it. Pour ce qui est de l'avenir, il ne s'agit pas de le prévoir, mais de la rendre possible. Antoine de Saint-Exupéry, Citadel, 1948. As liberals, we have a strong faith in science rather than doctrines, religion, and traditions. This separates us from conservatives and populists who seem to believe that science and natural laws are negotiable. As is well known, science is rarely straightforward, and scientists do not always agree. Within the area of climate change, however, science is more uniform than in most others. As an example, more than 2,000 scientists from many different sectors have come together in the Intergovernmental Panel on Climate Change. IPCC, where they publish consensus documents, research-based reports that detail the current state of play and level of knowledge, both for climate change as a whole and in different sectors. This scientific evidence is summarized below to set the scene for the following sections, which outlines liberal policy options to tackle climate change. Climate change occurs when changes in the Earth's climate system result in new weather patterns that last for at least a few decades. Changes over shorter time spans are simply referred to as weather. The climate system receives nearly all its energy from the sun, with a tiny amount coming from the planet's interior. The climate system also gives off energy to outer space. The balance of incoming and outgoing energy and the passage of that energy through the climate system determines the Earth's energy budget. When incoming energy is greater than outgoing energy, the planet's energy budget is positive and the climate system gets warmer. If more energy is released, the energy budget is negative and the planet experiences cooling. The climate has always been changing, as evidenced by periodic ice ages. However, over the last few hundred years, and over the last several decades in particular, the climate has changed more rapidly and drastically than can be explained by natural variations. The scientific consensus on climate change is that the climate is changing and that these changes are in large part caused by human activities, and that this process is largely irreversible. Of these anthropogenic factors, the increase in CO2 levels is of the highest concern. Carbon dioxide is a greenhouse gas, a gas that absorbs heat. Warmed by sunlight, Earth's land and ocean surfaces continuously radiate thermal infrared energy, heat. Greenhouse gases absorb that heat and release it gradually over time, like bricks in a fireplace after the fire goes out. Without this natural greenhouse effect, Earth's average annual temperature would be below freezing instead of the livable temperatures we have today. But increases in greenhouse gases have tipped the Earth's energy budget out of balance, trapping additional heat and raising Earth's average temperature. The IPPC is a group of 1,300 independent scientific experts from countries all over the world. In its fifth assessment report, the IPCC concluded that there's a more than 95% probability that human activities over the past 50 years have warmed our planet. The IPCC also makes it clear that CO2 
is responsible for 64% of man-made global warming. Other greenhouse gases are emitted in smaller quantities, but they trap heat far more effectively than CO2, and in some cases are thousands of times stronger. Methane is responsible for 17% of man-made global warming, nitrous oxide for 6%. The European Commission has broken down the causes for rising emissions in an easily accessible list. Burning coal, oil and gas produces carbon dioxide and nitrous oxide. Deforestation. Trees help to regulate the climate by absorbing CO2 from the atmosphere. When they are cut down, that beneficial effect is lost and the carbon stored in the trees is released into the atmosphere, adding to the greenhouse effect. Increased livestock farming. Cows and sheep produce large amounts of methane when they digest their food. Fertilizers containing nitrogen produce nitrous oxide emissions. And fluorinated gases, such as hydrofluorocarbons, HFCs, used in industrial processes, produce a very strong warming effect, up to 23,000 times greater than CO2. CO2 levels in the atmosphere are currently at their highest point for at least 2 million years. With business as usual, these levels will continue to rise to a point where it will become very difficult to keep global warming below the 2-degree target. The IPCC special report on a more ambitious 1.5-degree target also shows that large and important losses can be avoided by halting the warming earlier. The IPCC has shown several possible options for how to meet these targets. They all conclude that it is late, but not too late. The task is daunting and difficult, but not impossible. There are important thresholds not to be crossed, but there is no exact limit beyond which it becomes meaningless to continue the work to combat climate change. Neither in quantities of CO2, carbon dioxide, often referred to in parts per million, or PPM in the atmosphere, nor in terms of a specific date when certain targets must be met. Most of the IPCC trajectories include not only the often-mentioned switch to fossil-free and renewable energy and increased efficiency, but also measures such as an increased share of nuclear power, carbon capture and sequestration, CCS, and a large-scale shift to more plant-based diets. As we have seen, many of these measures have already been implemented in liberal democracies around the world. The trick now is to implement them at a faster rate, on a wider scale, and in such a way that does not alienate citizens. The Gilets Jaunes of France, the petrol uprising in Sweden, and many other initiatives demonstrate that if the work towards emissions reductions is not built from the ground up, it will be difficult to maintain the ambitious pace needed to reach those targets. Liberal thinkers and policymakers thus need to keep the science in mind to ensure that we are the guardians of scientific knowledge and that we remain at the forefront of ensuring that scientific knowledge is put into policy practice.